another episode of the Fanatic Brackets. I am your host, Nick. With me, as always, is my co-host for this show and for the Ring Tonight's podcast, Joel. Today, before we even get introduced to guests, uh, before we get introduced to that, uh, as always, subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow us on social media, and all the audio streaming platforms where you listen to the podcast and wherever you get the podcast. As I said, our guest today, good friend of ours, all the way from the north, the one and only from the Counted Out 7 podcast. Tyler, how are you, man? How's everything? Hey, guys. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me. This is going to be awesome. Glad to have you on, man. Yeah. Excited for this bracket. This is a tough one. Probably the toughest one we've had yet. I say that for a lot of them, but this is actually the toughest one so far. Um, you chose this topic plus the participants. Um, what's What was the kind of like the reasoning for you deciding this specific topic um, and the participants, if you want to get into that, too? Uh, well, yeah. So for anybody that's ever listened to our podcast, Counted Out with Mike and Tyler at Counted Out 7 on all platforms, cheap plug McFoley, hit the thumbs up. All right. Um, I am a massive tag team wrestling mark, like forever and ever. I have always loved tag team wrestling. Uh, it's one of the the few things I, I just think it's art, like a good tag team match is is such a work of art working the hot tag, false hot tags, you know what I mean? Building yeah. up heat on the baby face, like the, the combination moves and the sequences. I just think when it's done right, it's a thing of beauty. And so this is why I was like, I, I've always had the debate, who's the best tag team of all time? And I figured this is the right platform to do it on with a couple knowledgeable uh, gentlemen like yourself here. I think we're going to have a fun time. Definitely, definitely. I don't know, when you brought this up to me, I'm like, damn. Who, I, I had to randomize this bracket to be like, I got to be fair and biased here and who to put in the matchups. But um, yeah, with that being said, uh, we'll get right into it. Let me explain the rules first for those who have not seen an episode of the Fanatic Brackets. So us three together um, have not discussed yet who we're choosing for each round. So we're doing now. Um, whichever participant with the, between each matchup that gets two or three votes between the three of us will move on to the next round until... We get to the finals and determine a winner. Um, there is no right or wrong answers to how we're doing this. Um, it's opinion based. We can base it off of accomplishments, the resume, how much you've in- impacted the business, their in-ring ability. We can look at it however we want to look at it. There is no right or wrong answer. Um, and without being out of the way, um, we're going to get right into the bracket. Um, can the I, first can I ask you guys a question before we start? Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's go. Were there any tag teams that I did not put on my list that you were surprised to not see on my list? Um, I, I had two really hard ones to leave off when I was doing this. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if I was to say surprised. I mean, the first team that thought of was the Harlem Heat. Okay. Okay. That was one team that came to mind. Um, were, were there any for you, Joel, or? No, to be honest, I think this this is a, a great fucking list. Uh, yeah, to be sure. honest, I don't know who you could have left off. Yeah, that's what it came down to. I I really went back and forth on on not putting Edge and Christian on the list for either the New Day or Ooh. or for the Motor City Machine Guns, who I think they were the hardest Ooh. team for me to leave off for the Machine Guns. Ooh. But I mean, you just look at look at the pedigree of everybody on this list and. I, what it came down to was, would the Machine Guns or the New Day win my tournament? And the answer was no for both. So I went, okay, let's let's go with these ones. And it's tough gotcha. to leave out, especially since we're doing only 16 people. Yeah, this so was hard like, to narrow down to 16. So yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a good conversation, man. I'm excited to rip into this. 
Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, but we can get right into it. Um, first round matchup: Midnight Express versus the Dudley Boys. Tyler, since you're our guest, I'm going to put you in the hot seat right now. Uh, All right. Who do you have between these two tag teams to move on to the next round, and and why? See, like this one is kind of cool. There's a lot more similarities between these teams than I think a lot of people would look at when you just look at the names itself. You know, the Dudley Boys and the Midnight Express. You always think of you know. Devon and Bubba, as well as like Bobby Eaton and yeah. Dennis Cordry or uh, or Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane. But there was a lot of different members of both of these factions and both of these groups as well, right? Like with the Midnight yeah. Express, we had Stan Lane, Bobby Eaton, Randy Rose, and Dennis Condry. I'm not counting Bob Holly and Bart Gunn. I'm sorry. I will not do it. <laughs> and then, you know, the Dudley boys, you've got all the, you know, the Dudley boys, right? Like it's, yeah. there's a million of them. It's the Hanson brothers of wrestling. It's a great gimmick. <laughs> Uh, but for this one, I think, you know, you, you stick to your, your main your main groups there. I think for me, I, I think you got to go with the Dudley boys on this one. Um, just, you know, the the traveling that they've done, they've been everywhere with it, right? Uh, yeah. the, the pedigree behind them, the championship accomplishment. The only thing that I would give the nod to the Midnight Express on, and it maybe not even, is kind of match quality. I think Midnight Express were... Uh, a different type of entertainment. But when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, the Dudley boys are going to be one of the favorites to win this whole tournament. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who they would not be up against in the first round that they wouldn't win. So I go the Dudley boys just based on the Dudley boys. Yeah, that's a good pick. Good pick. Joel, uh, I'm going to give hand it over to you now. Who do you have between these two tag teams? Uh, this one was a tough one, but I, I got to go with Dudley boys also. Uh, I okay. first learned about Midnight Express through the LOD uh dvd when they first did the dvd that's how i learned about the midnight express and you could see like how big they were just like they were they loved to be hated and it was Mm -hmm. awesome to see that and that's why i feel like like what you were saying there's a lot of similarities like even that the dudley boys love to be hated like they worked their best when they were heels and just like you said traveling around and winning all the championships that they've won they're maybe the most accomplished tag team ever if not their top three but yeah you yeah. can't go against the dullies in this one yeah yeah I'm, I mean, since they already won i'm gonna go with the dullies too i agree with both of you um for me i just looked at it how like you know how much they've impacted the tag team wrestling um they've also had great singles careers if you think mm-hmm. about it like they're like, yeah. when they went individual especially during the time in tna those those times were like peak tna to where like yeah, Bubba. Bubba's got some of the big houses in TNA history. Exactly. Yeah. One of the biggest heels during that time, too. And it's like like Joel said. So it, it was hard not to choose the Dudleys because of how much they were able to grow on me so quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the and how the much- biggest factor for me, like looking at it, the and, and the only thing that I really like gave really serious thought to Midnight Express about was just the amount of money that they drew. Because that was a big, oh, that's yeah. a yeah. big part of my criteria. It's, you know, in-ring quality. Uh, pedigree and credentials uh, you know championships and did you make any fucking money because at the end of the day that's what we're here for part of my french we uh yeah we get a little <laughs> sauce we get a little saucy on counted out here <laughs> uh, don't worry it's but, all good over here man yeah we good over here we do the same thing we have no filter sometimes too <laughs> but um both both of their resumes were insane but but in terms of like the dudley's 10 time you know eight almost 10 time ecw tag team champions um, and just, like I said, like their own individual runs outside of yeah. tag team wrestling were just like pretty impressive. 
Like I've um, got the credentials here. Eight-time yeah. WWF tag team champion, one-time WCW, one-time WWE, one-time NWA, two-time TNA, two-time New Japan, eight-time exactly. ECW, one-time All Japan. Like, damn, that's impressive, <laughs> man. That's impressive yeah. stuff. And they're still going today. Well, they're still Bubba. going. Bubba, Bubba. Bubba's yeah. on fire. I was at um, uh, Impact Sacrifice when they did the Tommy Dreamer Bubba Hardcore match. Okay. And wow, that that match had the most heat out of the, everything the entire night. It was unbelievable. Bubba's one of the top heels in the business still. It must have been a great car to go yeah. to. Jeez, oh, it was so good. Yeah, yeah. with Tra- Trey Miguel and uh, uh, Lance Linke De Capardo or whatever his Linke name Dorado. is. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> Jonathan Gresham yeah. and Speedball Bailey. Yeah, man. Motor oh, City wow. Machine Guns yeah. and Kashida were in the main event. Yeah, it was great. Man. No, shout out Impact, man. Yeah, they've, they've yeah, been Impact. in Canada a lot recently. Yeah, we've been there. They're coming for two more shows. Or they just had one more, and they got Slammiversary coming here. Because their Athena or whatever is based out of Toronto, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. You guys so, are getting yeah. spoiled with Impact. <laughs> Dude, it's been it's been great. Impact, I think, they're they're like the most underrated wrestling company in the world right now. They put yeah, on, on fire too. bangers every week, man. Their shows yeah. are great. The in-ring is great. Stories are great. Shout out Impact. I'm with you on that. Definitely. Yeah, shout out Impact. A lot of people don't great. want to show with love, but they're yeah. doing their thing over there. We say that all the time on here. They, 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 they're doing great. No one shows them love. But... Yeah, we also yeah. got to learn how to, That's how our to podcast. show them more love too. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. I say. That's what I say about my podcast. I think we do great work, but no one fucking watches it. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go show love to them, guys. Come on, counter that podcast. They're doing amazing yeah, things yeah. over there. Come on, man. We talk to cool people sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So on to the next matchup, uh, Brain Busters versus the Heart Foundation. Um, Joel, do you want to kick this off this time? Damn. Uh, to start off okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so... Going off the Heart Foundation, we're going strictly Brett and Anvil, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's how that's how we look at it too. I'm I'm gonna have to go with the Heart Foundation. Um, damn, I love the Brain Busters. They were only like they were only around for a little bit though, like as an actual team. Yeah, because they did a lot of good stuff with the Horsemen, right? So, yeah. yeah. So and it was still the four man group. They weren't really like a ta- like a like a form tag team yet. I think they were only a tag team for like from I think eighty five to eighty nine, I believe. Or yeah, something give like or that. Take, it, was only, yeah. it was only like a couple years. So I, I feel like they didn't have that much of an impact. Um, they did have a couple good matches, but nothing that really like stands out, right? Yeah. The Heart Foundation, though was at that point that WWF actually had a lot of fucking tag teams yes. and a lot of good tag teams going against the Rockers and having match against Demolition. And it was just one of those tag teams that introduced us to Bret the Hitman Hart. You know what I mean? And actually seeing how great they were as a tag team um, really showed wow these guys could be the future and you really saw it with brett Moore, but you saw with, with them as a team they were just phenomenal phenomenal and that's why i have to give them the edge for this one also brain busters like i said weren't around for that long as a tag team they didn't really have that many um highlighted storylines or much heat behind it so i i gotta give it heart foundation yeah fair fair 
Fair points. Fair points. Tyler, who would you choose between the two half on our foundation <sighs> brain busters? Well, you know, you said something about the brain busters that it's kind of the same with the heart foundation and it, not a lot of people know this, but the heart foundation didn't team together for that long either. They were only about yeah. five, six years together as a tag team. But the fact that we're still talking about them in the regard that we talk about them. Yeah. I think that says a lot about what can be done in five years. You know, we say, especially Brett, well, Brett learned how to cut a promo because of Jim, you know, yeah. Brett, Brett couldn't cut a promo to save his life back in the day. Um, he was quiet. He was shy. That's why he started wearing glasses because you could see fear in his eyes. That's what he was told. Wear glasses because you look wow, terrified cutting that. a promo. Didn't, didn't yeah. either. I didn't That's know why that. I started. I'm a Canadian. I have to know these things, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, absolutely. Another yeah. little fun fact. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the match or not, but uh, the opening match of SummerSlam 89, is actually the Hart Foundation versus the Brain Busters. Yes. Oh. yes. And it is, I, it is I, one I, of my favorite tag team matches of all time. I've never seen it till I was doing research for this. Yeah, and what a match, like, though, eh? Oh, my God, yeah. Tully Blanchard that, puts on a clinic in that match of how to be a chicken shit heel, eh? Yes, and that's <laughs> yeah. a way, that that's like a way to kick off a pay-per-view. Oh, especially yeah. Especially one of the big four. Like that's, 100%, right? When when Tully and Brett were in the ring together, like, that was pure magic. Yeah. Uh, but I will go with the Hart Foundation. I think... Uh, Oh, it's hard. The Brain Busters had such a good run in the WWE with uh, the Rockers and with Demolition and, and, you know, the Heart Foundation and stuff. But and it was so good in the ring together, too. Yeah, but the Heart Foundation just, like, they set the standard for what a tag team should be, as far as I'm concerned. And and I'm going with them, and I'm Canadian, so if I don't at least vote for them in one of the rounds, <laughs> I will probably have to lose my citizenship. So <laughs> At least you got it under your belt now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with the Hart Foundation, too, because I agree with what Tyler said. I mean, they left a legacy, you know, not just in tag team wrestling, but like in general. You know, people still, like you said, Tyler, people still talk about it to this day. Um, you know, they get talked about a lot in tag yeah. team wrestling and wrestling in general. They're part of huge history. Same with Tully and, and Arn, but I get like, I guess for me, this is how I would look at it. Like they would probably look at more as part of the Four Horsemen. Yep. As Absolutely. compared to more of the as the brain busters, um, so as and I, like you said, I didn't know they were around for like five, six years, but still, I think they left a longer legacy than the brain busters did. Mm-hmm. Um, even now, we have the Talia, we have a lot of people who were part of that family that wrestled all over the place. So, I get like that, that's why I, I would have to put them with the brain busters, yeah, um, that's fair. You know, it's funny too, like they're they're very similar as tag teams as well. Like they were Brain Busters were two time NWA tag team champions and one time WWF and the Heart Foundation were only two time tag team champions. So Which is crazy to me. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't and that was it. Like they didn't team anywhere else. They were put together in the WWF and they stayed together in WWF and that was that. They didn't do anything else outside of the WWF. But talking about a tag team that yeah. you put together and works. You know what I mean? Like a lot of yeah, times no tag teams get put together and then like they may not last a long time. Well, I think both these guys were going to get fired when they got put together, in all honesty. They both, you know, were part of the deal. Stu Hart stole, sold Stampede Wrestling yeah. to Vince. He said, part of my deal is you got to take Brett, Anvil, Davy Boy, and Dynamite. And they were just floundering, you know. Yeah, so Brett and, yeah. just a Brett and Anvil were floundering, and they put Brett and Anvil together, and boom, off to the race as we go. Yeah, it was one of those things that they just threw at the war and just hope. Let's see what happens. It's yeah, and, sticks. You know, yeah. Absolutely, right? And they were yeah. their brother-in-laws, right? So... Exactly, yeah. yeah. But that's so crazy now that you bring that up that you say Brett wasn't that great at promos. 
And now that I think back, thinking about the promos, he would talk for maybe 15, 20 seconds and then talk to them, Jim. And then yeah. he would just scream into the camera. Yeah. And now that actually makes sense to me why yeah. that would happen. Well, yeah. like the ambient was so crazy, right? Like, you know, yeah. his, his best line I think he uh, he had was before the Canadian Stampede pay-per-view. And he's like, we're hungry and we're going to forget our manners. It's like, what does that even, <laughs> like, what does that even mean? Like, yeah. He's just rubbing on the goatee and shit. Yeah, like, just, you know, <laughs> he's the best, yeah. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. to the Ambo. But they, they were able to bounce off each other well with stuff mm. like that. So it was like their tag I, team chemistry showed off in different aspects of wrestling. I love so. the tag teams that have the powerhouse and the technician as well. Like, yeah. I really liked Owen and Yokozuna when they were a tag yeah. team. Like I like that combo. I think it's such a great dynamic. Me too. I think that's underrated. I, I feel like mm. I like that too better. Well, and it, hel- it helps guys like that. You know, if you take those big guys, like if you took a guy like on the main roster right now, like Omos or whatever, right? And, and you put him in a tag team with a guy, I don't know, like whatever, Mustafa Ali or somebody, you know what I mean? Like, and they yeah. found that balance. Like you can really hide Omos's weaknesses yeah. and shine Ali's work. And then, you, you know, like there, there's, there's a method to that madness, right? It's a great formula. And Definitely. when he was with AJ Styles, that was also a good time. Hundred yeah. percent, I I love that. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely love that. It's also kind of how, uh, like how they did Sky Too Hot and Rikishi, like in the early two thousands. Yeah, it was kind of like that also. Hundred percent. Yeah. Those combos, man. They work so well. Bring them back, man. Bring them back. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the bloodline storyline, imagine Rikishi comes out and just like does oh, something God. to lose those. It's like no. <laughs> He's been trying, man. He's always you always hear him doing his interviews. I think I should be on the TV. Exactly on Twitter. Trying? You see him on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just hoping one right a season. Like yo, you know what? That's it. Yeah, you know right. what? Let's <laughs> yeah. Big ass on TV. Let's go. Huh. Okay, so next matchup Ooh. we have on this bracket: Edge and Christian taking on the Legend of the Legion of Doom. I'll set this one off. Um, I want to go with Edge and Christian. Oh, with this oh. um okay mainly because it's kind of similar to what i said with the dudleys like i was kind of impressed on how they ran as a tag team plus their singles career afterwards so um, that's a big part of your criteria is like how they did as singles after kind of like okay. that's how i looked at it too because they had like they were great with you know the brood um the, the tlc matches they put them together with the hardys and the dudleys my favorite matches yeah legendary so, stuff like I said, like they worked so well together. The tag team chemistry was amazing. The five second poses, I think, I think I just found them more entertaining too. And kind of like I said, with their inter- in their singles career afterwards, like the two Hall of Famers separately and together, um, that's one heck of a career to me. Um, that's how I looked at it. Um, yeah. So that's why I kind of have to put them over. I love Legion of Doom. They were a fantastic, entertaining tag team too. But it's like, I don't know. I kind of found Edge of Christian more entertaining. I don't know what it yeah, was. Well, but like that's... Edge and Christian had the chemistry and they had the charisma for sure. And but that's gonna be like, you know, what you grew up on as well, right? So yeah. like you're gonna you're yeah. gonna have that fondness towards that. Absolutely. Definitely. If they lose, yeah. I wouldn't be mad. Like if Legion of Two went out to the next round, I wouldn't be mad at it. But like I just had to choose them because that's what like you said, that's what I grew up on. Yeah. So I kinda had to choose them. So yeah, th- those are my reasonings. Um Tyler, do you wanna give your answer to who you yeah i'm going with the legion of doom on this one um you know the they're they're just unbelievable the amount of money that these guys have made all over the world not just in like one place you know what i mean they're a one-time all japan pro wrestling tag team champion a one-time awa tag team champion four-time nwa tag team champions 
three-time WWF Tag Team Champions. They won the Crockett Cup back in the 80s as well, which was the biggest tag team tournament in the world at that time. They are both WWE Hall of Famers. They went everywhere, and they were main eventers everywhere. Now, to do that as a tag team is incredibly impressive. Um, you know, because you got to think of the think of the guys that were the big draws during this time period. It was your Ric Flair's. It was your Harley races. You know what I mean? It was your Hogan's like Macho Man. These are all single stars. But the pop of the night every night, it's called the Road Warrior pop for a reason. reason. You know what I mean? You hit that back in the day. They used to have Iron Man as the theme song and they'd come out with these spikes on running through the crowd. You just like terrifying. And they would just beat the shit out of everybody. They might not have been the easiest guys to work with. And Edge and Christian might have had better matches than them, you know, like technically wise and stuff. Yeah. But if you put everything together as a complete package, the makeup, the hair, the spikes, Paul Ellery as a manager was fantastic with them. And the money and championship accolades that these guys put together. Ah, These guys are, in my opinion, favorites to win the whole thing. Ooh. Would be mad. I mean, their theme song was also amazing. They, they, yeah, they got you hyped up. Yeah, yeah. 100%. yeah. So like rush. the water rush, mm, <laughs> yeah. just always got you like the adrenaline going. So like, yeah, and they looked intimidating. They, look, they did look intimidating when you, when you step into the ring. But it's like, yeah. Ty, oh, Joel, who would you have? Legion of Doom or Edge and Christian? I gotta give it to LOD. Oh. LOD Ooh. is just. I I think they are up there with the Dudleys, and they are what a tag team is. You know what I mean? They are just like they fit that mold. Yeah. Like Tyler said, they just were so incredible. They looked so fucking scary. It was like you, they were beating the shit out of people in there. And whether if they were or they weren't, which they probably were, but they made that shit look <laughs> yeah. believable. You know what I mean? You were like, oh <laughs> shit. Even like my introduction to them, because I I was born in ninety seven, so I missed all the high points. The first yeah. time I saw them. They were out of shape and shit, and I was still like, "Who are these guys?" Yeah. There was a point one of them was wrestling in the mid two thousands, and then Animal, yes. yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, Animal. I was introduced to them when they came out against RVD and Kane. Oh no, shit, eh? Yeah, that was the first time I've ever seen them, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like these guys look legit. Of course, they were already out of shape and stuff. So once they announced the DVD, got the DVD, I was like, "Oh man!" Like so. These guys ask, can serious. I ask you a question about that? Because this intrigue this intrigues me because yeah. like you know, you were born in ninety seven. I was in uh grade seven and ninety seven. I'll age oh, wow. myself. I'll age okay. myself a little bit here. Okay. I was born ninety eight, so you're born ninety eight, yeah. yeah. So, so you know, you I was in like my hype of my fandom was you know, that was like the Bret Hart Canada versus America stuff, and we were right on the verge of Stone Cold and the Attitude Era there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when you saw LOD come out. Cause they just did that one off on raw against RVD and Kane. Yeah. And you heard like the crowd pop and stuff. Cause they got a monster pop and, and they're walking out. What was your like initial, like, like, Holy fuck. Like, why are these guys such a big deal? Like, how does your, how does the, the younger mind work seeing a team like LOD come out with no background on them? So that's what was more like, who are these guys? But I saw the reaction and my first thought was cause I saw the invasion angle and stuff, but I never watched WCW. Yeah. So I was like, these must be guys that are just finally making their way over. Oh, okay, cool. So that was my mindset with it. And then we never saw them again. Yeah. yeah and I was yeah. devastated because I was like, oh, these guys are dope. But then I saw the in-ring and then like now you look back and you're like, whoa. Yeah. But at that time, I'm like, 
I couldn't even tell you my age at that moment. Maybe like seven. <laughs> so like at that moment, I see them. They're coming down with the spikes on, and they're tall yeah. as hell, and they look like they could eat RVD if they wanted to. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah. these guys might take these belts off of them. You know what yeah. I mean? So that's that was my mindset with it. That's so cool, man. I love hearing that. But my introduction was over a video game. That was even how I was introduced. To <laughs> I hear that a lot. <laughs> I hear that a lot from people now. Like, and, and that's what's so awesome about these video games. It's like the guys that I grew up with, you know, from like the 80s and the 90s. Like, there's like these oddball characters that you would never heard of. And then they come into a video game and it's like, oh, yeah. shit, let's yeah. look into these guys. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. great, man. I like you that. hear about them and you just want to learn more about it. So you look into it and it's like, shit, this is super good yeah. yeah now we got the network and stuff so like you yeah. guys can see all the good stuff right but we exactly, still have peacock yeah. i don't know if you have Peacock. oh you guys got oh, peacock, yeah, yeah. Hey? yeah you got the network heard, in canada i heard peacock the worst thing <laughs> that ever that shit only... is so trash can i just tell you that wow <laughs> i don't know why they ever made the change it's one of the only good things we got on you guys there yeah. it's, it's the wwe network because you guys get all the good wrestling you guys get all the big events over there we got some we get some okay stuff in canada like forbidden door it's coming to toronto i'm yeah. pretty hyped about that but yeah elimination chamber recently but yeah like yeah. yeah you get all yeah right so but i'll take the network and i'll, I'll stand <laughs> by it it might it might cost me yeah. 10 times more to go to a, a wrestling event or jump on a plane and fly somewhere but i'll take the network over it all <laughs> that's a win that's yeah that's a win, win for you yeah. but it's no, crazy network, like man. it's crazy like doing these uh these brackets because like you said Tyler, at the beginning everybody has different like there's different gaps yeah like, exactly. even though me and nick are a year apart nick you didn't start watching till 08 yeah it's like 07 08 is when i okay. started actually watching it um, yeah that's when i was first introduced to wrestling so it was like i was learning everything like from like you know what i missed from like 10 years prior i'm like Shit, i gotta catch up yeah find different out what's from, happening <laughs> yeah different from me that started watching in 99 so yeah, it's like yeah. still have those gaps and it's still seeing like yeah how everybody Big has gaps. a different perspective yeah. on teams. <laughs> See, yeah. It's funny, like because for me, like the like the years from like like maybe oh oh nine to two thousand ten, like for about ten years after that, I get confused on everything now because I wasn't watching as much. I'd still read about it and whatever, but like those are like all blurred in together, like the John Cena years, the Randy yeah. Orton years for me. That's where it's like I get confused, like but I could tell you every match and every single WrestleMania almost in order from WrestleMania one to like <laughs> 17, you know what I mean? Or 18. Yeah. But then I get confused. Like once, once like WrestleMania 25, 26 hits, that's where I started to get a little, not checked out because I always watch, but not as intense as I, as I was. That's what I was thinking too. Like there was a point where I was like, I don't, I don't remember what like number WrestleMania whatever it was i'm like wait was that the main event of this and that i'm like i'm not, I'm not sure it's like a confusing yeah. times too so yeah, i know what you mean on that that's I how like i mean. used to like judge what happened in years i'm like what was the main event of the wrestlemania this year and i'm like okay that was 97 oh yeah okay like, yeah <laughs> like, i go by wrestlemania main events now. yeah yeah it's <laughs> actually yeah. fun to look at it like that <laughs> yeah um so we can get into the next matchup the usos taking on the british bulldogs oh. tyler do you want to kick us off with this one yeah, this one breaks my heart to do because <laughs> the, the British Bulldogs might be my favorite tag team. And uh, I'm sorry to a, a friend of mine, Brahman Billington, who uh, her father's dynamite kid, who we've had on our show a couple times. Wow. And I've developed a, a great friendship with. Um, but I have to go with the Usos on this one. And it, it kills me to do. No disrespect to the Usos. They might be the greatest tag team in WWE history. Yeah. Um, but 
I just love the British Bull. That's what I grew up on. You know how you talked about Edge and Christian? Yeah. That was the British Bulldogs for me. They had the dog. You know, I'm like six years old. They got a dog with them. I'm like, these guys are the greatest, right? (laughs) Dynamite kid and the snap suplex. Like uh, the, I'm very happy and sad about like Dark Side of the Ring and the Dynamite Kid episode. Because like on one hand, like I'm really sad that, you know, he got, he he was a troubled guy and, and he wasn't always the best guy on the planet. So I'm like sad that that came out and you know what I mean? Like it's always hard to go through, but I'm so happy that it put his name out to this generation as well, yeah. because the dynamite kid is probably one of the most influential professional wrestlers that have ever stepped inside of a, of a ring. Yeah. And the amount of people he inspired in his career who have inspired other people, like, he was like the OG little guy that was in there with the big guys. You know what I yep. mean? So yep. I really want to put over the Dynamite Kid, especially in this one. But, I mean, look at the Usos, right? These guys are... The resume is ridiculous. Funny. They, <laughs> yeah. they main yeah. evented a WrestleMania. Exactly. As a tag team. As a tag team. For the belts. Yeah. For the, yeah. Unbelievable. You know, no, that has never happened. That was the first tag team main event since WrestleMania 1. Wow. And the first time Holy ever, shit. that's the first time ever that the tag titles have main evented at WrestleMania. That's right? insane. That's that crazy. Insane. It's, yeah. it's, and, for, and the Usos were the guys to do it. They are the, they were, yeah. right? They're, they're always reinventing re, re, um, inventing themselves, right? Yeah. Their match quality is out of control. They're the only tag team where it doesn't matter that they've never left the WWE system, you know? Exactly. Because that is they, so true. They've dominated the tag team division in the number one wrestling company in the world. And, and you know, say what you want about, you know, the in-ring and whatever it's been for years and years. And it's, it's really good now. But love it or hate it, the WWE is the epitome of what professional wrestling is. They make the most money. Mm-hmm. They are the biggest name brand. If you ask casual people, hey, do you watch wrestling? Oh, what's that? Like the WWE shit? Like, exactly. Yeah. That's what they say. You know what I mean? So <laughs> exactly. to be the number one tag team for as long as they have done in that company that has not always been tag team friendly and to main event at WrestleMania, that alone puts them to the next round, maybe the next three rounds. I, I 1000% agree. I mean, I feel like they're currently in the best storyline WWE has put on in years. Mm-hmm. Like oh, their performance, yeah. people say it all the time. It's cinema. It's literally cinema. So like they they're they're inning ability they're eight time tag team champs seems like they're nowhere to be done they could win like ten more who knows but I just enjoyed their in ring style like you said Tyler but there's so many different characters they went from when they first debuted to the the face paint to the day ones all of them were beaut- like, beautiful characters like yeah they perfected it so well um yeah I had to put the, the Usos too I mean I, I I like the British Bulldogs I've done a lot of research on them. But I had to do the Usos. I couldn't not skip them. Yeah. 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 Joel, who do you have in the two? Damn, I love the Bulldogs. Um, love the Usos. Yeah, the Usos, man. That's one of my big things with them that you guys brought up. Uh the development of their character. Like they've changed maybe three times now. Mm-hmm. And every yeah. time they change, they never move on the card. They've never been moved down. They've never become a jobber tag team. You know what I mean? Move up, man. They move. They just move up. Exactly. Exactly. But I gotta give it to the Bulldogs because I can't see them get swept. Okay. I can't see see a zero by the Bulldogs. I respect that. I respect you too. Yeah, I love the British Bulldogs, and like you said, like it's great that the dark side of the ring has 
it sucks like the way that they tell the stories but it's cool that they put the name out there like that's a big thing me and my little brother do we watch the dark side and then he gets all into researching that person like last week was the candido so now he was like i've never even heard of this guy said oh, yeah, that's so that's good. on me as a bad brother not showing you Chris. <laughs> like that's why he's one so, of those unsung heroes man yeah, yeah so like it's cool that we we did it with dynamite kid pillman so like it's cool that showing the new generation yo like putting their name out there even though it's like in bad taste it's never it's always about their life stuff. Like I always tell my brother, you gotta yeah. separate the ring and the life shit. Because yeah. in ring, he was incredible. It's kind of like well, when you talk about Ben Wan stuff. It's like he was one of the greatest in the ring. But yeah, shit, yeah, just get the thing. Shit, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah just yeah. shit happened. I but, I really admired yeah. though in that dark side with Dynamite, um, that the family bond because like even his ex wife Michelle and, and Bronwyn and, and you know they still yeah. spoke about him. Like they they never shied away from who he was and what he did. But they still spoke so highly with them and stuck up for him. And I really, I admire the hell out of that, man. I think there's a lot to take away from that. Definitely. Before we move on, though, I want to put one little nugget out there for everybody to listen to. Perhaps one of the greatest wrestling matches and maybe the greatest tag team wrestling match of all time, if you have not seen it, is the British Bulldogs versus Joe and Dean Malenko from, I believe it's All Japan Pro Wrestling. It is on YouTube. Do yourselves a favor and just sit back and enjoy a professional wrestling masterpiece and if anybody you know reaches out and says ah that match wasn't that great or that match was not it was boring then you don't deserve to be a professional wrestling fan you could be a sports <laughs> you could be a sports entertainment fan all you want but don't tell your professional wrestling fan because this is a clinical masterpiece in the ring yeah, they're gonna check that out. I gotta check that out. Highly recommended. I'm, yeah. Highly recommended. I gotta definitely check Me that too. out. Yeah. Uh, there's too. one takeaway from this whole episode, guys. It's watch that match. Exactly. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm definitely gonna check that out right after this, for sure. Um, next matchup, the Steiner brothers taking on demolition. Joel, do you want to start off with this one? I want to put you in the hot seat here. Nick, you don't want not you do. start this off. I, fine, I'll I'll start start fine. I fine, fine, I'll start this one off. <laughs> Um, this was a tough one. A, yeah, I know it's tough. a tough one. I know. <laughs> that's, that's why you try to throw it at me. <laughs> oh man, um, I'm gonna have to go with the Steiner brothers here Ooh. because for me, I like their in-ring style better. I know both of them were hard-hitting tag teams, but they were athletic. The Steiner brothers. I feel like a lot of like their style of wrestling. I don't want to say them specifically. There are definitely others probably before them. But like I think the Steiner brothers definitely impacted a lot of tag teams today, um, with their their in ring style. Um, you see a lot of you know like it's technical wrestling, you know what I mean, like Matt style, old fashioned wrestling um, that I like about them. Um, so I they were always decorative in the ring. Demolition, uh, them too, they're always entertaining. Their their presence in the ring were always like kind of like with the Legion of Doom. It's like you get intimidated with them, but I, I kind of I kind of messed with the Steiner brothers, you know, because they they were all around, not just in WWF, but they were WCW tag team champions, you know, yeah. New Japan tag team champions, yeah, yeah. So they're seven times, yeah. They were all over the place, so I kind of felt like they were. I feel like they they had more impact in the wrestling business. Not saying that Demolition wasn't, but I kind of feel like they had a little slight edge over that, I guess. Um, so I have to go with the Steiner Brothers with this one. I wouldn't be mad if Devil Mission won it, but I kind of have to go with the Steiner Brothers here. Joel, do you want to get this one now? Or you ready for this? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I love Demolition. Yeah. 
what the fucking Steiner brothers are just on another level. I feel, I and that's on me. Always look at at demolition as like a rip off of LOD, mm-hmm. but that's just a biased way I'm looking at it. And also, I love the Steiner brothers because they're fucking incredible, and they yeah. just they were like LOD. They just beat the shit out of people, and I love that in the ring. Yeah, but they did that shit athletically. They were jumping around. They were big dudes that shouldn't be moving like that. Hitting yeah. hurricane around is that they. Sh- uh, well, hold on now. It's called a Frankenstein. Oh, my bad. My bad. Frankensteiner. My Scott bad. Steiner will murder Man. you. My bad. There is a, have you guys ever heard of uh, post wrestling? No. no. So there's a, a journalist. Uh, he's uh, from Toronto. There, his name is John Pollock. Okay. Uh, to me, he's the most credible journalist in all professional wrestling. I, I really admire his work. Um, he does a site post wrestling with his co-host Wei Ting, and he interviewed Scott Steiner one time, and he was asking him about the Hurricane Rada, and Scott cut him off and lost his mind. It's a fucking Frankensteiner. Don't ever call it a fucking Hurricane Rada. Like, <laughs> it was terrifying. It's on. It's on YouTube. It's hilarious. Uh, What's crazy is that shit's not even far fetched. Like that seems yeah. like the reaction you would get from them. Yeah, he was, yeah, damn, I kind of want to give it to Demolition. Nah, fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> give it to the Styler Brothers. Uh, but yeah, they were, brothers. Just, they were two dudes that were doing moves they should not have been able yeah. to do. They were so good. They were yeah. so good. Yeah, I love Demolition. Like I said, they were very intimidating, but it's like... Great theme song. Entering the Steiners yeah. can kick their ass. Great theme song. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I love the Steiner Brothers WWF theme song, too. The little band, marching band music. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was pretty funny. I was really intrigued to, to see this one come up uh, just because what we talked about, like this wasn't exactly your guys' generation growing up. So I was really intrigued to hear how you guys um, looked at both of these tag teams. And and I agree with what all you guys said. I'm going to give it the clean sweep for the Steiner brothers here. Uh, they've been all over the world. Like we, we talked about NWA, IWGP, WCW, yeah. WWF, right? Like they've, they've done it all. The, the moves that they've done are incredible. They were like the road warriors uh, to a point where Mick Foley talks about it in one of his books that people used to like see the board in the back, like with the match listing on it. And if the jobbers, some jobbers saw their names with the Steiner brothers and they left, they, they picked up wow. their bags and left the building. They're like, I'm not getting in the ring with those guys. <laughs> wow. Because they would just beat the shit out of you guys. Exactly. But the innovation that they had, they had such an amazing career in Japan that gets incredibly overlooked. Um, and I think this tag team gets, I, I think they're one of those tag teams that people forget how good they really are because of Scott Steiner being big Papa pump yeah. after, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause he was such a character and such an enigma and he's crazy and you know, whatever. But this tag team was unreal. The legendary matches that they've had, the physicality, the athleticism, unreal stuff. Um, SummerSlam 93 against the heavenly bodies is an incredible yeah. match. The very first ever Super Brawl pay-per-view, the Steiner brothers fought Lex Luger and Sting in an absolutely incredible match. Countless, too many good matches to name in Japan. Uh, yeah, just Steiner brothers all the way on this one for me. Yeah. I actually I mean, never I, checked out the Japan stuff. I actually got to check that me out. Me too. I, I, I realized that when I saw that, I'm like, I never really seen the Japan stuff. I've only seen like the Super, w- super physical. It's, it's yeah. really good stuff, yeah. 
Yeah, we feels see like we got a whole fitted. list you guys are gonna be checking out. I'll be expecting some text messages yeah. from you guys over the next <laughs> couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be exactly. expecting some text messages. Holy fuck, Joe and Dean Malenko and the Bulldogs. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Scott Steiner dropped that guy on his head. Yeah. Holy shit. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll be expecting all those little yeah. gems. Yeah, I'll definitely let you know when I watch it. I'm missing mm. like a whole bit of thank yous. Like, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah. Um, next matchup we have ooh, another top one. Rock and roll express taking on FTR. Um, Tyler, do you want to get this one off for us? Two generational tag teams. Right oh now. man, to Dip me, this was this was the hardest match in the first round mm-hmm. for me personally, because you know the Rock and Roll Express, man, they're still going. Today. Yeah, yeah, like legit. Yeah. They legitimately won the NWA Tag Team Championship in 2019. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable! And Ricky Morton, this guy is still—he's hitting Canadian Destroyers right now, man. <laughs> yeah. Like. He's out of his mind. Oh, my God. Uh, they That's are six, six-time NWA Tag Team Champions, three-time Mid-South Wrestling Tag Team Champions, 10-time Smoky Mountain Tag Team Champions, WWE Hall of Famers. They defied the art form of tag team wrestling, which was beat the shit out of Ricky, sell to the girls, cry in the first round, hot tag to Robert. The amount of money that they made with the Midnight Express, and it's one of the most legendary tag team feuds. I will say maybe the most legendary tag team feud of all time. Rock and Roll Express and Midnight Express. Oh, but then there's FTR, man. They're such a throwback. They have been successful everywhere. They are having world-class matches every time they get out there. They are psychology masters. They use the tag ropes. My greatest, one of my greatest pieces of wrestling memorabilia that I own, I was in the front row for AEW Rampage when it came to Toronto. Uh, And after the match, I had an 8x10, FTR signed it, and then I got the tag rope that they used in their match. Wow. Because I'm just like, shit, man. Like, you know, these guys are holding three titles at the same time. Even though Ring of Honor and AEW is the same shit, they still <laughs> held the belts at the same yeah. time. Yeah. As well as the AAA tag team titles. Oh, I'm having I mean, such a hard IWGP. time. IWGP. IWGP, right? Like, oh, I'm having such a hard time on this one. I am going to go with FTR. Oof. Okay. Good pick. Either way, it's a good pick. Either way, There's it's a good no, pick. Yeah. That's so hard, man. I, I feel like with this one, is like there's no wrong answer. I, no I just, lying. yeah, I thought this yeah. was the toughest one on this list. I agree, I agree, and I'm I'm already second guessing myself and ashamed of myself, and <laughs> I think I think Mike, my co-host, is yelling at me right now. But the, you I want just, to I, change it? There's no, there's no. I'm going. I'm sticking with it because I'll change it ten times. It's going to be a okay. whole hour. <laughs> it's going to be a whole hour just I'm on this back match. And forth. Yeah, no, move <laughs> on, move on from me. Now, okay, Ben. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. going to choose FTR too because of how of an amazing run they've had lately. I know it's been like two years. They did it all in a short amount of time. But for me, um, their their history with the Briscoes and what they did last year and the past two years, um, oh, yeah. amazing work. Gargano, um, Champa, like... Yeah, just so many... So many like, American Alpha. Nobody exactly. even talks about those matches. Those matches were incredible. Even the, the Usos work. The Usos work. Like, they kind of... Uh, they could have done better with the storyline there, but still had great matches with them. Uh, you know, they won tag team gold everywhere other than Impact. Yeah. That's the only 
titles they haven't gone for yet. But yeah, you never know. Yeah. matches with the Young Bucks, like yeah, man. It's... Exactly, the trilogy isn't done, and they're still going. They have like a two-year contract left. They have to do so much in two years, yeah, um, before they hang it up. Yeah. So I, I had to stick with FTR. Uh, it could be recently biased, but they've doing so much in the last two years that I could not skip them over. Um, yeah, so that's why I chose FTR. Joel, who do you have? Rock and Roll Express or FTR? This was our clean sweep or this was the toughest one for me on this list. I have to go FTR and do the sweep. But f- the reason that I'm giving it to FTR is they made people care about tag team wrestling again. I feel mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. lot of people were shitting on tag team wrestling. There wasn't a lot going on. It was at that point where they were just on the main roster still, they were just throwing teams together and seeing. Oh, yeah. this guy and this guy, Jericho is tag team champion. You know what I mean? Like they were doing yeah. stupid <laughs> shit. And these guys were down in NXT grinding and making you care about tag team wrestling. Coming to yeah. the main roster, trying to do that there, but Vince wasn't having none of that shit to finally get released and just fucking kill the scene in AEW, AAA, New Japan. Like they, yeah. like we talked about, like Ring of Honor, like they've done it all. And yeah. I, I gave them that edge just because they brought back tag. In my opinion, they brought back tag team wrestling. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Usos would have been doing their thing and stuff, but we didn't really care. Like, I feel like a lot of people didn't really talk about tag team wrestling until those takeover matches FTR started putting on. And then it was like, whoa, we, you, have you watched a tag team match? You know what I mean? It was one of those. Have yeah. you watched a revival? And I was like, I right, this is where... It started and now it's one of the biggest things right now in AEW tag team wrestling. And I feel like they're a big reason for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> for real. I mean, like, I think for the Usos, it was kind of like it wasn't really their fault. It was more like booking wise for them. Oh, yeah. They kind of like put say that. Like, but uh, yeah, I get it. I mean, FTR has been. And and they're such an old school team. Like, I, I hadn't seen the spot where they jump onto the turnbuckle to stop the. To stop the hit when they throw, I think it was. That's a good old school. Spot. Yeah, I forgot who they threw into the corner. I think Dax got on top and stopped the, yeah. stopped the hit. And I was just like, yo, I haven't seen that since since I was just watching old school wrestling videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, that was something that I was just like, even my it, brother was like, yo, I've never seen that. I was like, that's just an old school shit. Like they do yeah. throwback right. You know yeah, what I mean? they do throwback right. When I when I was at that same rampage show. Dax was wearing his Bret Hart gear, like, you know, the pink and black gear he yes. has. Yeah. And I was in the front row, and he was standing in the turnbuckle right in front of me. It was like a commercial break or something. And I was just like, love the gear, brother. Love the gear. And he looked down at me and goes, I'm just a fucking Mark, man. I'm just a fucking Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they're fucking awesome, man. They are awesome. But, yeah, they that's are. why I had to give it to FTR. That I'm not mad at that. I feel like I need a cigarette, man. Holy shit. This is tough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even smoke. <laughs> yeah. uh, so next matchup, the Young Bucks versus the Friscos. Oh, my Woo. God. Oh, man. This is a tough one for me. I'll start this one off. Ooh, I want to go with... I want to go with the Young Bucks. I mean, I love the Briscoes. They're amazing. What now? 13-time Ring of Honor tag champs. They define Ring of Honor, in my opinion. But the Young Bucks are putting on classics everywhere. They were high-flying tag teams. You know, they were the definition of, like, kick and flips, I think they were calling it. Um, yeah. Even the Usos are doing the same thing. But, like, the Young Bucks were just insanely talented, and they're still going on in one of the best 
if not the best storyline in AEW. Uh, and rest in peace, Jay Briscoe too. But it's just, I don't know. I feel like the 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 Young Bucks were just killing it for a longer period of time. You know, I feel like there was a period where not a lot of people watched Ring of Honor. Um, maybe that would have changed things if that was just yeah. bigger as it once was. Um, but if they were on a different stage like the Young Bucks were, they definitely would have been over the with the Young Bucks. But I feel like I had to put the Young Bucks in there. I mean, I love the Briscoes. They were great, but it was just, I don't know. I just had, My heart went straight to the, the Young Bucks with this. That's yeah, I, that's know, the only reason I gave it to. The Young Bucks are influential, too. They're part of a revolution that started a new company, right? Like, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a big deal, man. Yeah, it is. It is. Joel, who do you have in this matchup? I'm giving the edge to Briscoes. They, oh. they are Ring of Honor. Yeah, those guys are Ring of Honor, and if it wasn't them tag teaming together and killing it and fucking winning, uh, how many times did they win the ROH belt? You said thirteen, yeah, thirteen time ROH, one time Pro Wrestling Noah, one time IWGP, and they were a six man impact. The never they won the six man six man in both Ring of Honor and and never uh, Impact Wrestling, GCW, ZZW. Damn. The Briscoes yeah. have have such a fucking crazy resume. And then, of course, Nick, if you want to take into account what they did after they yeah. when they were in a tag team with Jay winning the belt and Mark still killing it on the scene and being even a contender for the belt. Yeah. I just think they're one of those tag teams that they had that ECW feel to them that they just missed that boat. And yeah. they just got they they got put in Ring of Honor and for some reason they just fit. Because they were gritty, but they were also nice at pro wrestling. And yeah. I think that's why I give it to them. Like, the Bucks are fucking awesome. You can't take yeah. nothing away from the Bucks. Yeah, even I if just, you hate them, you have to respect them. Exactly. Exactly. By just the Briscoes, I feel like, are one of those tag teams. I feel like now, I hate to say it because of the past year, Jay, a lot of people have been giving them their flowers, but nobody was really giving them their flowers when they were down in Ring of Honor when no one was watching and they were carrying yeah. that shit on their back. When WWE and came and raided the indies in what was that, 2012, 2013, that era, the Briscoes, like they fucking took ROH on their back and they said, yo, we got this. That's when they decided yeah. to put them in singles and then they would do tag shit here and there. But it was, they are just those guys that it's just, they're so reliable. Like, if you want to put a team over, give them to the Briscoes. Yeah. Look at the matches with the Bucks, with the Hardys. FTR. So many names. Yeah, FTR, the three that just happened last summer. It's like. Dean and that, Generico. In the, exactly. Yeah. In the last three years, they've done so much that a lot, they just started getting on people's maps. But they've been doing this shit forever. Forever, you know what I mean? yeah. So it's like it's just great that they got the recognition the last couple of years. But yeah, I just gotta give it to the Briscoes, man. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Tyler, the, who do you have? Young Bucks the, or Briscoes? Fuck, man, that's another hard one. These teams <laughs> were probably the most evenly matched teams as far as like criteria, like uh, yeah. championship accolades went. Yeah, you know, you got the Bucks, two-time AWA, AEW tag team champs. One-time AAA, seven-time IWGP Junior Champs, one-time IWGP Tag Champs, Super Junior Tournament winners, four-time PWE Champs, three-time Ring of Honor Champs, right? Yeah. <laughs> I named the Briscoes accolades before that. But to me, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to man up and I'm going to go with them boys, the Briscoes. 
Not a the, bad choice. The Briscoe brothers, um, their Ring of Honor stuff from like 2004 to like 2009, especially like that era where like American Dragon was having his run, Samoa yeah. Joe was having his run. Their feud with Steen and Generico alone gives them the nod for me, as far as I'm concerned. That latter war and that whole feud was just absolutely incredible. Um, I love, you know, they use Leonard Skinner's Give Me Back Them Bullets as their theme song. Just yeah. so badass when they come out. Their singles matches against each other are out oh, of this yeah. world amazing. Um, the Briscoe Brothers, I think, maybe next to the Usos, I think are the best um, tag team in professional wrestling over the last 10 years. Yeah, that is true. I would agree with that. Yeah, you can't argue that. Yeah, that is so true. Now, last round in the first, the last matchup in the first round, the Rockers taking on the Hardy Boys. Ooh. Who wants to start this one off? Who I'll, wants take to start it. This I'll, one? I'll take the lead on this one. Cool, cool, cool. These were, this is a cool one for me because this is my favorite, uh, second favorite team or third favorite team as a kid because like, everybody loved the Rockers. Yeah. Against my favorite tag team growing up, the Hardy Boys. I was. I was a Hardy Boys fan when the Young Bucks like were looking like them. You know what I mean? Like when they yeah, were wearing the yeah. Daisy shit. <laughs> that's yeah. when I became a Hardy Boys fan. Before they were too extreme. Before the ladder match, they were my guys. The Rockers are tag team specialists. Obviously, Shawn Michaels is Shawn Michaels, the greatest of all time. Probably yeah. one of the one of the greatest of all time, if not the greatest of all time. But we're not talking about singles runs here. We're talking about tag team wrestling. Mm-hmm. And to me, the Hardy Boys are taking this one hands down. Uh, the Rockers' run was short. They were never tag team champions anywhere except for the AWA. They had a good run as the Midnight Rockers there. Incredible bloody match against uh, Pretty Boy Doug Summers and Playboy oh, yeah. Buddy Rose. That bloody that yeah. bloody one there. I don't know if you guys have seen that I've one. Seen that, yeah. I th- yeah, I think I've seen yeah, that the one. Showboat there. Uh, great matches with everybody. Uh, Orient Express at Royal Rumble 91. I want to give a shout out to that's one of the greatest opening matches in wrestling history. Um, but the Hardy Boys are the Hardy Boys, man. I don't yeah, even need is... to list, I don't need to list their accolades. They've been all over the world, yeah. they've won titles everywhere. They did the belt collector gimmick before anybody else was doing it. <laughs> they've evolved yeah. and they're still kicking to this day. It's been what 20 years of Hardy Boys, yeah, around that, around right. That. Yeah, uh, no, no question. To me, I am deleting the Rockers. <laughs> me too, man. I'm deleting the Rockers too. I love the Hardy Boys. I think they're if one of, if not the most influential tag teams yeah. in history that influence today's um, mm-hmm. tag teams. I mean, a lot of fans, like, a lot of people are just fans of them individually. I know we're not talking about individual stuff, but like, oh, they're just like one of the most iconic tag teams you could think of. Um, throwing it back to the TLC matches, the, there's a, the, the, that those three matches define tag team wrestling, six man tag team wrestling because there are three tag teams. But like, I don't know, I just always love them. It's hard not to, to hate the Hardy Boys. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Rockers, like you said, were there for a short amount of time, so there wasn't really like a lot to to bounce off of. Um, yeah, they were the done by '92, right? Yeah, About it was 80, pretty... 87, 88 to '92. I think they did. Yeah, and like, like you yeah. said, Tyler Hardy Boys are still killing it today. Um, yeah. Still rocking it, so I'm, I'm I'm happy for that. So I had I couldn't not go against the Hardys. I could not go against them. Joel, 
Yeah, I gotta give it to the Warriors. They're my favorite tag team of all time. Yeah. I grew up watching them and they were they were the fucking shit. Like those yeah. are white guys. <laughs> yeah. I and actually I've... own the first ever Hardy Boys t shirt that was ever put out. I still wow. have this That's day. fire. That is yeah. insane. They're kinda yeah. they're like my first uh memory of wrestling. Like, Me too. Them, them, I beating the, them beating the acolytes for the titles mm. with the whole head injury to Bradshaw shit. That was like my that's they're like my first wrestling memory. Them and take one of the biggest markout moments that I've yeah. ever had in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Like those were my guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. I when they beat the acolytes, I was jumping up and down, yelling. My mom was like, Can you guys can you shut the fuck up up there? Like, <laughs> What's going on? Like I'm in high school, you know what I mean? Like yeah. grade nine. You don't understand the hardest just one. You don't yeah. understand. Yeah, like I put my blood, sweat, and tears into these guys for two years before anyone knew them and they won. Yeah. I'm so glad you brought that match up. That's one of my favorite wrestling moments, like memories. Yeah. No, that's such a sick moment, man. <laughs> yeah. But first round concluded. Now on to the Ooh, second round. The second this is round. gonna get tougher. Dudley Boys taking on the Heart Foundation. Um, let me start this one off. Um, I'm going to go with the Heart Foundation. Uh, because I think that, like I said with the first round, they left the legacy behind. You know, um, both of them are Hall of it's, it's like Both tag teams are Hall of Famers. Uh, I think both went in individually as Hall of Famers. Um, both of them had, and like I said, we're not talking about individual careers, but they both had great individual careers. Um, I just think they're like more iconic than the Dudley Boys. I love the Dudley Boys. They accomplish a lot more. But it's just the Hart Foundation, just the whole family in general. Like, you know, it's their their family is still kicking it today. You know, yeah, Natalia, yeah. um, Davy Boy Smith Jr. Yeah. Um, the whole family is still rocking it today. And it's like that's I mean, yeah, it's family, but like they have their own don't they have their own dojo in Canada? I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah and, uh, that's in Tampa Bay, but they have uh, TJ and Natty do do a, the training out there. A couple of our local guys that I that have done some announcing with just went up there and trained with them, actually. Oh, nice. Shout out to Jax sick. Williams. That guy's a hot talent on the Ontario indie scene, man. Check him out. Yeah. I mean, so I, I, that, I could not go against the Heart Foundation. So, yeah, I'm choosing them. Who wants to go next? Who wants to choose their pick? I'll, I'll do it. I'm picking the Dudleys. The Ooh. Dudleys are... Oh. Even Tyler, the listen, <laughs> listen, the Dudley Boys are tag team wrestling. They, yeah. bro, they've been everywhere and they've been killing it for years. And the matches that they put on, and starting out at ECW and just being the hated villains to just jumping over Start WWE. riots, man. Oh, yeah. people meeting them in the parking lots and stuff. That's how good they were at their job. Mm-hmm. That people were yeah. like, yo, we want to fight these guys. But just other than that, the title accolades and this, I I also liked, like, I, I love the TLC matches, but low-key, I liked the, in, like the individual tag team storylines. And anytime Edge and Christian or the Hardys were feuding with them separately, it was always, I thought, better than when Edge and Christian and the Hardys would go up against each other. Yeah, I feel like yeah. the Dudleys just brought something different to the table, and that's why they're one of the greatest tag teams ever. I mean, they yeah. had great matches in ECW with the Eliminators and the Gangsters yeah. too, right? Yeah. Great matches in Impact Wrestling with the Motor Shitty Machine Guns and oh. Beer Money and all those teams. Cool. The like, Beer yes. Money matches and the LAX <clears throat> matches were just Yeah, LAX incredible. were real good. Um, yeah. Oh, this is hard, man. And, it was, and it's tough to be like, it's tough to look at the Dudley's career and be like, where were their, what was their prime? Yeah. You know what that, I mean? that is true. That is true. 
Yeah. I didn't think about that. Because to true. me, like, I look at them, and you can say their prime was ECW, WWF. Or, I think their prime was TNA. It's not yeah. that they were... I feel like they're on the same boat with Kurt Angle. They were in WWE when they were in their prime. They should have been, but they weren't. But probably helped that they weren't. Because of yeah. just all the shit that was going point, on with man. the tag teams in WWE at that point. Oh, you guys put me on the spot on this one. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> Come on, Joel. <laughs> And I'm Canadian too, so I got oh, extra yeah, pressure that's... on me. Shit. <laughs> I mean, you already got the the first. I gave one the under first vote, right? <laughs> to me, yeah. it comes, to me, like, where does my vote go? Does it come towards in ring perfection and better matches? Yeah. Or does it come to longevity, accolades, and tag team royalty? And I got to give my nod to the Dudley Boys on this one. Not a bad pick. Not a that's, bad pick. Uh, I'm I just. That. They're one of the best tag teams of all time for a reason. And, you know, we, we said enough about them in the first round. Like, I just think, yeah, the Dudley boys are going to squeak it out. That was a tough one, though. Yeah. It was. It was. Now we can get on to the next round um, of this tournament. The Legion of Doom taking on the Usos. Oof. I'm never coming into awesome. a show again. This is too hard. <laughs> yeah. This is too hard. <laughs> Shit, man. Oh, uh, man. Um, whew. Even better, let's let Tyler kick it off because we yeah, put him in the hot seat last time. time. We put him in the yeah. hot seat last time. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah. what, though? And like to me, this is the exact same formula almost <laughs> as the last match. It's like, do I go with match quality and lot, like, or do I go with money and credentials? Like, to me, these two teams are either one of them could be a winner. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, even like any team that's left obviously could be a winner. But like, this is this has probably been the hardest matchup we had to do. And I think that whoever we put into the next round here against the Dudley boys, like this is the finals to me. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. that's the top half of the bracket, but like I'm going, I'm going with the Usos Ooh. and I'm going to give it to them okay. solely because I respect how they main evented the WrestleMania. I just, yeah. I think that goes such a long way. No other tag team in the history of professional wrestling has main evented a WrestleMania as the tag team champions and the Usos yeah. did it. So and how I'm, great that match was too. Just so even if it wasn't it was amazing. Event, yeah. The moment and oh man, Joel, you want to get this one off? Yeah, the next one. Uh, uh LOD man. I gotta give it to LOD. Um not only to put Nick in the hot seat, but also <laughs> purpose, because <laughs> but also because just they were they just were everywhere everywhere every territory you could think of and also like like i said my introduction to them learning about them like we talked about earlier when you start uh digging into teams and finding other teams and learning about midnight express and learning about the territories and how contracts were just being thrown around you know what i mean so that's they were like a big part of like now that i think about it they were a big part of my wrestling like fandom so i gotta give it to lod so Nick, before you answer here, what's more impressive to you guys? A tag team like LOD that went all over the world and got over in a main event level all over the world? Or a tag team like the Usos that have stayed in one place and Ooh. stayed over? I, I mean I think they're I, both I, difficult. I think they're yeah. both difficult to do. I don't know which one is I think they're both equally as impressive, if I'm being honest. Cause like I think that traveling all over the place is impressive because you get to collect more belts, you know. But then if you're like like Joel just said, it's I feel like it's difficult to stay in one and 
continue to thrive at the momentum the Usos had. Yeah, like um, and that was part of the reason why I'm I'm choosing the Usos because yeah, they stayed at that high level, never went down. Yeah, they always higher now. It's crazy. Exactly, they're even higher now than they once were. Exactly, and it's like I've always there was never a point where I wasn't a fan of the Usos. Like they made like they were the team that made me fall in love with tag team wrestling before FTR did. Um. So like I I had to I have to do the Usos I love Legion of Doom they're not mad at they're no I was like their 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 presence is just was just amazing but the, the Usos man I couldn't go against them it was hard you know what, like if they didn't main event WrestleMania this year I might have given the nod I might have still given the nod to LOD but that, that's the the if biggest show big, yeah that's a big if we were doing this back in like January or February I would have been like legion of doom for sure yeah but... <laughs> yeah man and that's such something though to be in the wwe for that long and to be getting better and bigger is exactly. unreal especially as a tag team man and you know they've never done the breakup angle they've never even really teased the breakup angle like yeah a little bit now of... if you think about it <laughs> yeah I don't know, yeah though, but it had to be tough back then because i feel like right now like i love ftr and stuff but it's gotta be easier for them than it was for lod now with social media and all the blogs and everybody knows who FTR is, Legion yeah. of Doom. It was like unless you were like really into watching every wrestling company, you didn't know who they were when they showed yeah, up their territory. Their, so it their was like, aura yeah. they were, them, right? Yeah, like, that's what it was. It was like I feel like every time they would go to a different place, it was starting from ground zero. Yeah, no, that that's is fair. true. That's fair. Yeah. So I feel like it's like a, I like Nick said, it's kind of equal, but it was just I think it was tougher for them because they weren't doing it. In the age of social media. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. Let's point. just get into that matchup, anyways. The Steiners and FTR. Yeah, Since you're talking about, about that, Joel, who do you who would yeah. you say is your winner between them two? Oh, FTR, FTR. Okay. Um, I, I'm just so, just so impressed by FTR. Every time I see them in the ring, it's always something new with them. Mm-hmm. It's always something that I either haven't seen in a while. Or it's the first time I'm seeing it, or just seeing it again, and they're just doing it way better than they've done it before. Um, and I feel like just going around and, like I said, they have social media to help them, but going around to different companies and actually winning the belts and putting, not only being given the belts because they're ex WWE guys, but actually mm-hmm. putting on fucking great ass matches. They're yeah. putting on bangers in all these companies. So I give it to them a lot. Um, I love the Steiner brothers. I talked about that in the first round. Um, and I've, I said everything I needed to say about them, but yeah. I just have to, I give the edge to FTR. Yeah, it's true. Tyler. Also, I feel be- like it's because it's right now happening and I'm still just such a mark about them. That yeah. Like, yeah. FTR. <laughs> Yeah, like FDR, I, what what did Dak say to you, uh, Tyler? I'm just, just a mark, mark, brother. Yeah, just a mark, yeah. <laughs> just a fan. Exactly. Yeah. That's uh, true, man. It's true. Tyler, uh, I'm going to give you this next one. Who do you have? I got to say, like, out of all the matches that we've talked about so far, if I could actually see one in real life out of yes. everything, I think this would yes. be the one that I would pick to come to life in their primes. Oh, yeah. Great I minds just, think alike. I was just thinking that. That's dude, yeah. I just think these guys would tear the house down together. Um, I am also going to go with FTR, though. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, I, I'm impressed with what they do. And I just, yeah, I just, FTR, man. Not much more I can say about yeah. it. Yeah, man. I'm gonna have to go with FTR too. They're just like kind of on the same boat as the Usos every time. And like Joel, you said, it's just they always impress me every single time. It's like you don't even know what to expect from them when in the ring. They're still killing it, you know. Yeah. And they're they're 
they have, to, like I said, they have in the first round, they have two years left in their contracts. Who knows what they can do in two years? Exactly. It feels like we're still seeing a lot from um, FTR. We still have a lot to expect from them. We don't know what they could do in two years. Yeah. Um, I, I just think if the Steiners would have had a little bit of a stronger run in the WWF. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. and then it's not their fault. The tag team division was weak at the time, it, yeah, right? Like their, their biggest feud them. was Money Inc. And yeah, like, yeah, the Quebecers. Yeah I, yeah, I just think they didn't have a lot to work with at that time. But like I said, SummerSlam '93 against the Heavenly Bodies is a fucking banger. Check yeah. that one out as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, next matchup, I'm gonna get this one off because I, I believe I've never seen their matches. Um, in Ring of Honor, you gotta do it. Though they had a few, right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I believe they've worked together a couple times. Briscoe yeah. and Hardys, yeah. yeah, they worked together a couple times. Yeah, I've seen ROH. They wrestled in their company Omega. They yeah, they House of Glory too, matches. right? House of Glory also, yeah. Yeah, I think I've seen that match, but like their chemistry work was amazing, um, especially during the deletion stuff that the Hardys are going through with Brother Nero. Yeah, but I'm a I'm a big Hardy Boys Mark. I'm such a big Hardy Boys Mark. I cannot go up against them. Like I, I think that the at the top of my list of the greatest tag teams of all time, but just to see where this bracket goes between the three of us. But like if it were just me doing this, I would put the Hardy Boys winning the whole thing. Um, I just it's, love them. It's tough to argue, right? And yeah, but it's like that's just but just a personal opinion, though. But I, it's tough to argue, and I won't argue it. As much yeah. as I love the Briscoe brothers, I, I just think the Hardy Boys are something special, and yeah. I'm gonna go with the Hardy brothers over the Briscoes as well. Yeah, I mean Joel Hardy's man. There's yeah. nothing more to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hardy, that's bro. not a knock on the Briscoes no, at all. Never. It's just that's the Hardys, man. If it was exactly. the Briscoes and FTR, I think I'm going Briscoes. But yeah. they yeah. just they just got you know even the Steiners. Like this is the only match for the Briscoes that I couldn't get them through. And it's tough no, whenever I have to randomize these brackets. It's like shit. This is such a such a bad timing to put them in the, the bracket. Like like yeah. you said, if they were going against a different tag team, I'll choose the Briscoes. But it's just. Well, it's interesting too because if anything else would have felt differently, like the big four are the Usos, the Dudleys, the Hardys, and and you know, yeah, uh, final four, and LOD, and and here we are. Like we're gonna cut down. This is interesting the way it's cut. Like I like it. Yeah, let's just get it right into it. The final four: Dudley Boys taking on the Usos. Oh um, God, <laughs> all, we're all gonna be in the hot seat here. But Joel, who who are you gonna do with the first Dudleys. round? I'll start off with you. Dudleys. Okay. Dudleys. I got... I've said everything I needed to say about the Dudleys. I yeah. just, I like I said, they're top three greatest tag teams of all time, but, and just with the the resume alone, the years being a dominant tag team, I love the Usos. They're one of my favorite tag teams at the moment. They've been doing such great work. We talked about them changing characters and how they've developed in the ring and stuff like that. But I I can't go against the Dudleys. Yeah, that is true. Tyler, who do you have? They never made a event to WrestleMania, though. <laughs> but they do have one of the greatest WrestleMania matches ever. That, that is, is true. true. That is Devon, true. We, we had the pleasure to interview Devon Dudley as oh, well. That's sick. And that's I, sick. Asked, I asked him, and it was an in person interview. It was really uh, nice. nerve, it was nerve wracking for me. And I asked him the, oh, one of the questions that I always ask the, the, the question I asked to end every interview is out of everything that you have done in your career, what is something that you personally look back and it just makes you smile? Well, that's a good question. question. And he said that the fact that we stole the show back-to-back WrestleManias and the fact that WrestleMania 17 is looked at by many as the greatest of all time and Mm -hmm. Rock and Austin were on top and we stole the show. I said, damn, Devon. That's fucking pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah, That was. 
but it's not deep enough for me to vote for them. And I'm, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm going for the Usos on this one. Oh man, now I'm in the hot seat. God hot seat yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is tough. Um, both are great tag teams. I don't hate the any Usos. Of them. Also beat the Dudleys at WrestleMania as well. So. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. at the, at the yeah. pre-show, half the, build, half the building wasn't even in here. That's all right. It's still uh, in the record book, brother. Man, I think, I think you made my decision for me. <laughs> no, but um, I'm I'm gonna go with the Usos. I love the Dudleys. I respect the Dudleys. I I'm not saying anything bad about them. It's just the Usos have done a lot to express me in the ring i know i love the you know as much i has as iconic as the dudley's art with the get the table stuff and you know the the 3d finisher um it just the usos are just i just love their in style ring the in-ring presence more than the dudley's were yeah, um yeah. i'm a i'm a fan of high-flying wrestling um again they're currently in, involved in the one of the greatest stories in wwe history um so I'm gonna have to give this slight edge to the Usos. I have to give it. I hate that the Dudley boys are getting eliminated. Um, if they were going up against the Briscoes, I would have said the Dudleys any day of the week. Yeah, well, we're but... all shitting on the Briscoes right now. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, every time we go to the, if they were going up against the Briscoes, no, I mean like I'm or, or FTR or them, FTR. <laughs> I'm just oh, that was the first tattoo to get to mind. But I, did I know, you guys ever hear? Go. Did you guys ever hear the story that Bubba told about getting signed by the WWF? And he was in the meeting with Vince, and he's like, "Hey, Vince, just let you know, we're heels, man. Like we're full heels. Like I don't sign autographs, I don't do any of that shit." And Vince just laughed at him, put his hand on his shoulder. It's like, "Yeah, you're gonna sign fucking autographs, Bubba." (laughs) 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 Typical Vince. That was a typical Vince answer. Basically, you say you think you gotta stop my money. Yeah, yeah, I'm the the boss around here, Bubba. Exactly. You'd be a good boy boy and sign some autographs. Here we are, one finalist set, and we've got one to go. Exactly. Let, let me kick this one off because I know my answer. I, I I'm gonna go with the Hardys. They just, I just love the Hardys. They're like I said in the last round. It, it, they're very iconic. One of the most influential wrestlers. Always gonna be at the top of my list, in my opinion. But um, yeah, I'm just that's all I can say about the Hardys. Just very iconic. Even non wrestling fans now still still think about the Hardys. Still based off of Hardys. So, um, and what I love about this too. This is the match that we're probably going to see in the next few months. Probably. I yeah. would love to see it. And it, it sucks that we never got to see it in WWE, but it's like, you know. But it's better it's because better, I think yeah. we'll get it better in AEW. Probably, yeah. yeah. I hope it's going to be in a ladder match, too. That'd I hope. Be all right. But yeah, I'm going with the Hardys. Who wants to get, this, who wants to get their opinion next? Uh, I, I can take it if you want. Sure, sure. Tyler, you go, yeah. FTR has been on a hell of a run in the professional wrestling world right now. And they've been on a hell of a run in this tournament. But that run is coming to an end right now because the Hardy Boys, for me, uh, I when I when I saw how this bracket worked out, there wasn't a doubt in my mind that the Hardy Boys were going to be in the finals. I just didn't know who they were going to be against. Yeah. 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 I definitely feel you on that. Make that three. Made that three, yeah. Oh, yeah. A clean sweep here. Yep. You're not Ooh, surprised. Here we are. Here we go. Final, final, final round of the bracket. We got the Usos going up against the Hardy Boys, the Hardy Boys, brothers versus brothers. Um, this is crazy. It's insane. I was, it was, it's great, great finals, by the way. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Are you guys surprised by any of this, or is this where you thought it was coming? I had an idea. I had an idea that's going to be it. Um, so I kind of felt like it was going to be this. 
I yeah. have the Hardys. I I couldn't I, I couldn't I, figure it out between the Dudleys and the Usos and LOD. I actually had Dudleys and LOD going into the fight, like going up against each other. Yeah, I, I think I had a Dudleys Hardys finals. I think I, I, I think that's yeah. what I had. At, at first, for a while, I had the Hart Foundation and Hardys, but yeah, like yeah. I think I kind of changed it as we were going through this to the Usos. So it was like I flip flopped a little bit, but I was like, damn. <laughs> Is it fair um, to say that both of these tag teams, like these are the two most successful tag teams in WWF slash E history? Yeah. Yeah, I would say. That's I would very say. fair to say. Who wants to start this one off to get their, their pick? I'll kick it off. Sure. I'm go going go with the, uh, the best tag team in WWE, man. The Hardy Boys. So influential. Yeah. So, so many great matches. So many great moments. Um... I get it. They didn't main event a mania, but they left their mark up there. They did. And they're one they of the definitely most, stole the and, show on enough and, of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think, like Nick said, I think a couple rounds ago, they're one of the most influential tag teams. Yeah. Especially now with the generation coming up, um, a lot of the tag teams you could see the Hardys in them. I mean, you could have sort with the with the Bucks, and the Bucks mm-hmm. weren't that far off from the Hardys when they debuted. So. Yeah. I, I got to go with the Hardys, man. Yeah. Tyler, who do you have? Oof. It'll be a tough one. I thought you were going to WrestleMania. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to lead me to the end. Uh, oof. I grew up on the Hardys. But I just, I got to give it to the Usos. Ooh. Okay. I gotta <laughs> give it to the Usos. Wow. I just I just respect what they've done so much as a tag team. Yeah. And they've been together pretty much the whole time, you know, minus the one injury there for a little while. Yeah. But the thing that does it for me is that the Usos have always been upper mid card to main event status for as long as they have. That tag title run that they just had, what was it? Like how many however many days it was, right? Five hundred maybe. Five hundred. Yeah days you know what i mean it blew away any other like like if you take a look at every other champion on the list nobody held the title for that long that type of a reign you know what i mean like even even combined if you combined all the hardy boys probably title reigns together it doesn't really match that one you know what i mean yeah Yeah. so between that between the fact that they're getting stronger as it goes i don't know if i mentioned or not but i was really impressed they made event at wrestlemania um, all of those reasons, I'm, I'm going with the Usos. Now I'm in the hot seat. Hot yeah. seat. In the final. What are the odds is going to be in the final? Um, so the way I looked at there's it no is right like... There's no right or wrong answer, man. Yeah, there's no right or wrong answer. I'm pretty and sure there's think... the wrong answer if it's not my answer. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, if there was... A, if this is like an actual playoff series in real life, this would definitely go to like game seven. 100%. Um, so I'm gonna have to stick with the Hardys here. Um, again, the, they are what I grew up on, and still is they are still going at it pretty strong. Um, and I love the Usos, I respect everything they've done within the past, like I think it's been 10 over 10 years now they've been in WWE. Yeah. It's just damn, the Hardys are iconic. You can't, 100%. Between the two, they're very iconic and very, very influential with tag teams today. Um, a lot of people now are growing up on them, and I feel like if you're like I said last round, if you don't watch wrestling, you've definitely heard of the Hardys, um, especially over the Usos. 
So yeah, I had to go with the Hardy Boys here. It was tough, but it's, it's I'm not mad. Of, at it. Yeah, it's one of those things that if we do this bracket again in three years, it might have a it's different outcome. Different, right? We might have yeah. a different bracket do you, total. Do you guys think that there would have been a difference if the Dudley Boys or LOD were down on that second half of the bracket, and maybe FTR or the Briscoes were up top? Do you think the Hardys would have made it to the finals over over the Dudleys and over LOD? Ooh, I don't know. I, I think. I think, think over be a... LOD, I think they they would have. I think I would have put the Dudleys over them. I would yeah. have to. I have. I would have had to see past my bias, and had to go with the Dudleys over them. I think I would have put the Hardys over the Dudleys. To be honest, I think I might have too. I think the Hardys win this thing almost any way that we do it. To be honest, if I'm looking okay. at it now, yeah, I think the Hardys take this thing because if we put the Usos over the Dudleys, like. Yeah, I, I don't it's see tough us, to put anybody over. The I don't Dudleys. see yeah. us. I don't see us putting the heart, uh, the Dudleys over the Hardys at that point either. Me right? too. That is true. Yeah. That yeah, man. Just, I. That's that's. How many tag teams you could put the Hardy Boys over? And it's like, damn, it sucks to say, but it, it's the Hardys again. And again, how long have they been doing it for? And we're still going, right? But twenty years, yeah. I think. I would say twenty yeah. years. We talked about the impact of the singles runs outside of that too. Both yeah. these guys. Doesn't matter if they're a tag team or a single star; they're both in the upper mid card, upper main event yeah. level, right? Like exactly, so many world when, titles between even the two. when they decide to Evolution. do the whole broken thing and right? try that out, and it yeah. worked wonderful. We talked yeah. about the evolution of the Usos, but man, look at the evolution <laughs> of the Hardy Boys. They started out as friggin' plaid wearing nerds, right? Exactly, yeah. and they exactly. went to like the coolest guys on the planet with Team Extreme. And Jack yeah. Hardy, I don't like he's an enigma. Matt Hardy is a, on a different planet. Like, yeah, it's awesome, man. Yeah, low them. key Matt Hardy version one was one of the best gimmicks ever. I love like that. Hardy strongly so dislikes much. mustard. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. I love that man. That was awesome. Yeah. So the Hardy Boys were our winners for this uh, best tag team of all time bracket. Yeah, that three was of a us. tough bracket. Tough. Yeah, it was very Thank tough. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate this. this Thank you for coming on, Tyler. Uh, yeah, before we end, do you want to plug yourself in? Maybe we could find Count It Out Podcast. Absolutely, man. The Count It Out with Mike and Tyler podcast. We are on social media at Count It Out 7, the number 7. Uh, please give us a subscribe on YouTube. We're pushing real hard we're getting close to that 400 subscriber mark right now which nice. uh i'd really like to try to hit that by SummerSlam. so if anybody could give us a little like over there on instagram at countout7 we've got amazing interviews up there with guys like eric bischoff dory funk jr tj wilson mickey james we just had pco on wow. we do media work with impact wrestling a little bit with AEW sometimes uh we do a top seven countdown every week it's it's really fun man it's just me and my good buddy mike we get drunk we talk wrestling we have fun we interview guys and uh also check out my ring announcing work at barry wrestling it is on iwtv if you guys subscribe for it uh barry wrestling might be the hidden gem secret of the professional wrestling world i will preach until i am blue in the face that uh, the ontario independent scene is the unplucked gem of the wrestling world right now we have some amazing talent out there if you want to see good wrestling, check out at Barry Wrestling. They got a hell of a ring announcer too, and it's cool. Like I get to do angles and stuff. Like I've actually like done in-ring interviews and contract signings and stuff. So I get to wow. be a part of the show. It's a lot of fun. I think that's pretty cool. I'm excited. Yeah, I've seen you post stuff, so I'm like, I've seen it, so it's pretty cool. 
Yeah, but we will definitely that. leave your your channels and everything in the description of this YouTube video. Yeah, so. at at counted out Tyler at counted out underscore Tyler is my uh, Instagram for my bring announcing stuff. Cool. We will definitely leave all of that in the description of this episode. Thank you again, Tyler, for coming on this uh, episode of the Fanatic Brackets. Uh, once again, I am Nick, your host. With me is my co-host Joel, and we will see you guys next month for the Fanatic Brackets. Catch up.